Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Stable Mama Podcast. It is episode 19 and I am so excited to have you here. If you didn't get a chance to check out last week's episode, I would definitely go back and listen. We had an amazing special guest. Her name was Reem Carbot. She was one of our launch partners and honestly, she is just an incredible woman. Every single time I talk to her, I am inspired. She has accomplished so many wonderful things in her life. She has overcome so many obstacles and she has just a very powerful mindset that has driven her to success. I love talking to her. I love listening to her and she has just made a huge impact on my own journey to create a successful business. And honestly, every single time I talk to this woman, this interview included, she has said exactly what I needed to hear. And so I just hope that she has the same effect on you and you just, you really don't want to miss it. Now for today, today we're going to talk about that the dreaded coronavirus that is wreaking havoc on our lives. And I'm not going to go into the details and, and I don't really want to talk about the pandemic and it spreading and the fear and the, no, I want to talk about the what now. Because it has made so many drastic changes to our daily lives that are kind of leaving us with the question, what do I do now? I know personally, in my neck of the woods, schools are closing, people are being forced to work from home and kind of self-quarantine themselves and their families. The grocery stores can't keep things stocked, whether it's food or toilet paper or any other necessity you're looking for. People are stocking up. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of change. And I just want to talk about what now. So right now, I have to do a lot of things for my full-time job. I have to convert so many of my physical courses to online courses. I have lectures to record. I have lectures to write. I have labs to rewrite. I just have a lot of work ahead of me. But at the same time, I now have my three beautiful babies all under the age of four home with me. My husband is still working. He is working nights, which adds a whole new twist to this wonderful situation. And I am trying to keep my online business afloat because I have put a lot of time and effort into it. I am finally gaining traction. And this is just a dream and a passion of mine that I don't want to let go. And so I have a lot of plates in the air and I imagine you are feeling the exact same way. And so it left me with the question, what do I do now? How do I manage all these plates without dropping them? And honestly, the idea at first was really overwhelming. Like, what do I do? How, there's only so much time in the day. Like, how do you manage all of these different things and not drop anything? 
especially things that are so important, like my children, they're home with me. I don't want to, like, I want to cherish this time. Like, I love spending time with my children. And I want to actually enjoy the time I have with them. I feel like this is a gift. But at the same time, I have these other responsibilities. So where do you find that balance, right? How do you manage everything? And I just want to kind of talk about the tips and tricks and some of the things that I have done in order to kind of figure out my rhythm in this chaotic situation and just kind of find my calm. So some of, one of the, the biggest things that I did that I am doing is I am maintaining my children's schedule from daycare. And the, the biggest reason I am doing this is because enough things in their life are changing that I don't need to constantly be tweaking their schedule at this given time. They are used to this schedule. They know this schedule. They're comfortable. It helps with their behavior. They know what to expect. And I can really tell on the days where I stick to their schedule that we have better days. There's less tantrums. There's less fighting. There's more joy. It's a better day. Now, if you don't know this schedule, one, you can ask your children. My children actually know their schedule very, very well. And they help me they helped me stay on track, but I also went and I actually emailed the daycare and they sent me the schedule. So it's something maybe so simple that you could literally ask for it. If your children are school, typically something's posted. If it's in a daycare, a lot of times the schedule is posted as well, but I would just recommend staying to something similar to that schedule. I'm not saying you have to be a drill sergeant and there has to be an alarm that goes off on your phone that lets you know when each transition is. I'm just saying, try to keep the same kind of consistency as to when things occur and in what order. And I think it will have a huge impact on how your day is going. The other thing that I love about the schedule that the, the daycare sent me is it's not telling you exactly what activities need to go where. It's telling you a topic or a theme. So like in the morning, after the kids have their morning snack, they're ready to kind of start playing, they have a, a large group activity. And then after that, it is a large muscle activity. So this is telling me, okay, in the morning, they want to work on skills where children are working together, they're sharing, and they're using their communication skills. The time after that, that's going to be large motor skills, right? I want them playing outside. I want them getting some of their energy out. So instead of having exact activities that they're doing, they're more like general categories. And the best thing about that is that if you Google these, which I have, I've Googled, Googled all of them, there are so many to choose from that your options are honestly endless. The, the next thing I would recommend is not only with that schedule and having those categories already kind of set for you, I would pick a theme for the week, just like the daycare does. They will send you once a week what that theme is, and it just kind of helps you Again, keep the consistency so you have a consistent theme throughout the week. They're learning something new and it makes your life a lot easier. So instead of having a billion choices and being whelmed with the possibilities, you have a more narrow category that you can look at. You can find things that interest you, find things that interest your child because you know them the best. And you can kind of gear those activities for interest of your child. And so it just makes it a lot more simplified. So one of the biggest things, again, I would recommend is keeping your child's schedule consistent to what he already knows. Now, I talked a lot about daycare. That is what I'm familiar with. That is what I'm doing in my life. But I imagine it'd be very similar with school. 
you need to keep that schedule very consistent because you are essentially homeschooling your child for the next couple weeks because I don't know about you, but we don't know when this is going to end. We have no finite dates like, hey, uh, April 6th, this is completely done. And every single time they give us a date, it is changed within 24 hours. So I would plan for the worst. I would plan for the idea that you are going to be homeschooling for the rest of the year and just kind of get into that pattern now. Now, here's one of the benefits to kind of doing this. We talked about the benefits for your child, but it also helps you with the time management. Since your their schedule is already consistent, you can see where your gaps are. You can see where your blocks are. You can see how you can put in hours to work on your own things. Now, like I said, uh, with my child's schedule, they have a large group activity where they're, they're doing the communications, right? This is something that I'm going to need to be a part of. I need to help strengthen those communication skills, those interactive skills, but the large muscle group, I can set my children up where they can play an activity. And yes, I will still be there monitoring it, but I can also be doing some of my own things as well. Something, some things that are, are simpler. And then I'm still very lucky in the fact that my children take a nap. And so that is really my time to get things done, right? I am just now moving my schedule to fit with theirs. And what this allows is it allows me to not only see where my time gaps are, but it allows me to get organized for those so I can maximize the time that I have, right? With less time, you can still get done everything you need done because it, it forces you to be more organized. It forces you to know exactly what you need to do. And it forces you to eliminate the excuses to why you can't do it, to getting stuck. It just doesn't allow you the time to do that. So you're more productive. And I've noticed this with how I am interjecting my work times and also household chores. Let's just talk about that for a second. Your kids are now home. I don't know about you. I have, like I said, I have three under four. Actually, he's going to be five this week, which is pretty exciting. But if I let it, if I do not stay on top of it, my house will be a gigantic mess in no time. Now, here is what I have done in order to eliminate that. At school, at daycare, there are literally cleanup times built right into the schedule. And because they are already in the schedule, it is something that they are already more willing to do. And if I notice that they don't want to do it because they're at home, I ask them simply if this is part of their school schedule. And once they realize that it is, it's, I don't know if there's like a trigger in their brain, but I love it because they're like, oh yeah, we do this at school. And they just go and do it because that is part of their routine. That is what they do next in order to do the next activity. And it has allowed me to keep my house cleaner. It has allowed me time to make the meals. And basically what I'm saying is they can help you. They can help you keep the house clean. They can help you do chores. Again, my children, my son will be five, my daughter is three, and my other daughter just turned one. All of them help me. Okay, my my one-year-old, maybe not so much, but my five and my three-year-old, they are huge helps. When I do the laundry, they're in charge of putting it away. When I sweep, my three-year-old is in charge of holding the dustpan, and my son is in charge of moving chairs and items in the kitchen area so that I can sweep around it effectively. 
They take turns doing dishes. When I am done washing and rinsing the dish, I hand it to them and they put it in the drying rack. Same thing for washing the table. They take turns washing the table. They are in charge of putting their own plates away. They are very young, but it is a great time to start teaching them responsibility and how to interact as a family member and contribute to contribute to the family. They love it too. I honestly, they really do. They do not feel like they are working. They do not feel like, oh my goodness, mom's making me do this again. They love the responsibility. They love the fact that they are a part of the family that they are making the family better because <laughs> we've gotten to the, the fact where my son will now ask me to do the laundry. Like, mom, I'm getting low on underwear. It's time to do the laundry. And he gets excited about it because he gets to help and like, he gets to be a part of it. So anytime you are feeling overwhelmed with things that you need to do around the house, find some way for them to help you. And the first time around, the first couple times around, it may not be faster to have them do it with you, but they do get better. They get faster. You know, it's a learning curve for everyone, including yourself. The more you can let go of trying to control it and just allow them to help and be a part of it, the faster they will learn and the less will be on your plate. It's really a win-win situation. I cannot speak to that enough and how that has really changed our household. It has left me with more time, less stress, and more responsible children. It is seriously win-win situation. My goodness. So let's just recap a little bit some of the things we're talking about. We talked about keeping their children's schedule consistent to what they already know. And how important it is in keeping stability in their lives and in yours. Because it also allows you to time block your schedule based on theirs. So now you're not having as much interference with their schedule. You know when the best time is to work. And you know how to be as efficient then. You can be more organized. You can use your time wisely and maximize the time that you do have. I promise you, it will make you more efficient. It will increase your productivity and it will let you keep all of those plates in the air without losing your mind, without being super ridiculously stressed, overwhelmed, or exhausted. And then you won't have to work around the clock. So if you can just kind of use these different things and implement them in your lives, in your daily lives, it will be better. I think the last thing I want to talk about is the fact that our children are a mirror of ourselves. So if you are feeling stressed and overwhelmed by the situation, so will they. If they are fighting more and makes you more frustrated, they're going to be more frustrated and it's going to be a no-win situation. Children are a mirror of ourselves. They mirror our emotions. They feel them too. So if you find yourself already frustrated when you wake up, if you find yourself just irritated with this situation that we're in or overwhelmed or exhausted and you're just feeling all these negative emotions, they will too. And you will see that in the, your their behavior. And it will just snowball. I promise you. I, I know from experience this is exactly how it happens. However, if you can get up early in the morning and you can change your outlook, if you can focus on your mindset, if you can just Start up by saying things that you're grateful for and just change your perspective. 
you will start radiating more positive feelings. Your children will want to radiate those back to you, mirror those back to you, and you will see less fighting. You will see less tantrums. You will see more cooperation. You will see better interactions. You will see so many positive things. So if you find yourself already being frustrated and you are, your children are driving you crazy and you just don't know how you are going to last for the next couple of weeks, you got to start with your mindset, your mindset, not theirs, not changing how you parent them or, or, you know, keep them separated or they can't do this sort of activities or, or sugar. I mean, all of those things, yes, they contribute to it. But one of the biggest things is us, is the parents, is how you are feeling right now. So take a minute, take a deep breath, refocus, get a new perspective and just breathe. I know this is so much easier said than done. There was a couple times today where I was about ready to lose my cool. And again, I just had to walk away. I started telling myself all the things I was grateful for, for my daughter. She is a spitfire. I love her dearly, but she gives me a run for my money on the daily. And I just started listing all the things that I was grateful for. I was grateful for her health. I was grateful for her spunkiness. I was grateful for her her quick wit. I was grateful for her love of everything, right? I just kept listing things off because guess what? As a human being, you cannot feel two emotions at one time. You cannot be grateful and angry at the same time. You can't. And so it allows you to release that anger. It allows you to focus your positive energy. And when you come back, like I said, they mirror that to you and it just changes the whole situation. So I just wanted to touch on that in this episode as well. So I'm just, I know I'm a little bit all over the place in this episode, but I just kind of want to bring as much value as possible in this crazy time. And honestly, if you are looking for any help, any tips, any tricks, please come find me. You can find me in my group, Stable Working Moms. I'm going to be talking about these tips and tricks and just ways of dealing with this craziness, of keeping those plates in the air, of keeping a positive mindset, of just trying to rock this situation and just making this the best possible situation. Because guess what? If you can learn these tips and tricks, these these time management tips, if you can put automated routines in your life right now, if you can do all these things in this crazy situation, when you go back to work, when life becomes normal again, you are going to feel like there is so much time. You are going to love your life because you are going to have time. You're going to have joy. You're going to have it's just, it's going to be awesome. So I know it's crazy right now. I know it's chaotic. I know it feels stressful and overwhelming. Take a deep breath and just take it one step at a time. And like I said, I'm here for you. I want to be here for you. I want to support you any way you can. Let me know. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. And I just, I wish you all the best. I, I truly, truly want the best for you in this situation. And I pray for each and every one of you listening out there. And I just hope that this will give you the best possible outcome. So on that note, I just want to say thank you again for listening. And I just hope you have a fantastic day. 
Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you are struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.